I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU Radio News. A severe thunderstorm watch is in effect until 8 p.m. It covers Randolph, Washington, Clinton, Mary, and Fayette counties. Showers and storms are likely across the region tonight. SIU held an active threat training exercise this morning. WSIU's Benji Jeffords has more. Just after 8 o'clock Thursday morning, SIU's emergency alert system sent out a message to evacuate the Ag Building for an active threat and the surrounding areas to shelter in place for the training drill. SIU's Emergency Operations Center administers the annual training exercise to evaluate how the university responds to emergency situations. The full-scale exercise allows leaders to assess how different departments handle their responsibilities and make changes if needed to protocols. The Ag Building was secured by 920 and the all-clear was sent out at 11. The university has worked on the plans for the drill since the fall. For WSIU, I'm Benji Jeffords. Two people have been charged in connection to a shooting investigation this month at a rural Carterville nightclub. On April 8th, the Williamson County Sheriff's Office responded to reports of shots fired at Club 262 on Samuel Road. Investigators learned a 29-year-old man was shot in the chest during an altercation between suspects in two moving and at least one stationary vehicle in the parking lot after the group exited the nightclub. A search warrant executed by the Williamson County Sheriff's Office found probable cause evidence that Club 262 is an unlicensed liquor establishment. On Wednesday, Williamson County's state's attorney charged Akeem Petty and Sierra Alderton of Marion with the unlawful sale of alcohol, a Class 4 felony. Sheriff Jeff Diedrich says he believes arrests in the shooting incident are imminent. Senator Terry Bryant is asking for donations to her Mother's Day diaper drive for crisis pregnancy centers in the 58th Senate District. The Murfreesboro Republican says items to be collected will be diapers, wipes, and lotions. It's going to be our way at home to put our money where our mouth is. If we say that we truly believe in uh, giving a woman a choice, right, this helps them actually when they've made the choice to keep their baby, uh, which is what I want them to do. Uh, then they can actually help with providing those uh, items. Senator Bryant says the diaper drive will run until May 5th. Donations can be dropped off at her district offices in Murfreesboro and Mount Vernon. Mayors from more than a dozen Illinois cities are calling on state lawmakers to restore its share of income tax revenue that goes to local governments. Brad Cole, executive director of the Illinois Municipal League, told a state house committee that cut in tax money has cost municipal and county governments $8 billion over the last decade. If municipalities are only asking for 10 cents from every income tax dollar to pay for local programs, services, pensions, and so forth, most of which, by the way, are mandated by the state, then can't the state of Illinois manage its programs and services with the remaining 90 cents out of every dollar? Lawmakers noted local governments have since found additional revenue streams, legalized gaming and marijuana sales. Cole says he'd support keeping the local tax share as is if the state dropped its hundreds of unfunded mandates on local governments. The Illinois State Board of Education is trying to find ways to make money available for long-standing after-school programs around the state. This comes after a miscalculation by the state led to what could be a $15 million funding shortfall. The error took place during the pandemic with 21st Century Community Center federal grants for after-school programming, particularly for low-income students. The state overspent giving grants to new programs and allowed groups to keep unspent money. Congressman Mike Bost voted today to preserve opportunities for women and girls in school sports through what the Republican says is the Protection of Women and Girls in Sports Act. He says it clarifies 
Schools receiving federal education funding would be in violation of sex discrimination laws if they allow biological males to compete in athletics designated for females. The Protection of Women and Girls in Sports Act, which Bost co-sponsored, passed the House 219-203. I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU News.